Hello, and welcome to the Modern Dog Trainer podcast, hosted by myself, Ines McNeil, founder of themoderndogtrainer.net, where you'll find articles, downloads, courses, and coaching on the best practices for modern pet businesses. Be sure to add this podcast to your favorite listening list on Spotify or iTunes, and join our free discussion group on Facebook called Business Support by the Modern Dog Trainer. Hello, hello. Today is a really exciting topic. The information and kind of the things that I've observed over the last few years, um, these kind of characteristics that I'm going to share uh, come from, you know, my conversations with my clients. Uh, I've had um, a lot of clients over the last uh, probably year and a half at this point where I work with uh, one-on-one uh, and in group settings. And so I've had a lot of conversations with um Lots of different people, lots of different trainers all over the world. I have clients from South Africa, Australia, Europe, um, as well as the U.S. and Canada. So it's always um, exciting to see and understand, you know, other people's experiences from different areas in the world. <laughs> and um, you know, I think that there are some commonalities that I've noticed that I want to share with you guys today, uh, so that you can also embrace those characteristics. So anyways, I, I'm here today to share the observations that I've made over the few years that I've been in business here helping you guys with your dog training businesses. So uh, if you're not watching this live or listening live, um, definitely hop into our free Facebook group. It's called Business Support by the Modern Dog Trainer. And I share lots of tips and pretty much right now, at least for now, I go live every Thursday at 11 o'clock Eastern. Um, and even if you can't make it live, the recordings are still up in the group. So um, come join the conversation. <laughs> um, come say hi. Uh, I don't bite, unlike maybe some of your clients. <laughs> All right. So uh, the number, like the first characteristics that I want to share with you guys is successful dog trainers. Um, the ones that you look up to, the ones you admire, uh, they take action despite the fear. So it's not that they're not scared. Um, trust me, every business owner out there has some level of fear, um, whether or not they want to admit it, uh, you know, that's, that depends, but everybody is nervous. Everybody is scared. Um, you just kind of, uh, learn how to take action despite those fears. You trust in your ability to, uh, figure things out, um, more so than the, the, the fear that uh, kind of uh, can encompass you or uh, accompany uh, business ownership. Okay, so you really want to trust in your ability to figure things out um, and your ability to, um, you know, grow your business no matter what happens. So that's like the number one thing is they, they take action despite the fear. They don't let the fear really stop them from um, doing scary work, <laughs> scary things and putting themselves out there um, and just can keep on keeping on uh, no matter what happens. Number two is they uh, typically research like crazy. <laughs> they do a lot of research on their own. You know, they're in the Facebook groups asking questions, reading all of the responses. They are Googling a ton or YouTubing a ton. Um, they don't let, uh, you know, their fears potentially or their self-doubt stop them from uh, figuring out what the answer is or researching what the answers might be. Um, so they typically read a lot of different books, uh, you know, especially outside of the industry, a lot of things that um, 
a lot of times what I like to do is read books from outside the industry and then see how I can apply the strategies or the methods or the techniques to uh, dog training businesses specifically. So that's a lot of fun for me. Um, so they basically are not scared to do the research to figure it out themselves. Um, number three, <laughs> they typically treat their dog training business like a business, not like a hobby. Um, you know, it's, it, I think a lot of people start out with their dog training business as a hobby and that's totally okay if you want it to be that, if you want to volunteer your time. Um, but when you're talking about, you know, paying bills or even just wanting to attend more uh, continuing education experiences online or in person, uh, you really need to start building your business in a way that it's going to support your uh, dream. <laughs> um, you know, how many, how much do you want to invest in a year to continue your education? How much do you need to pay bills? How much do you need to save for retirement? I think a lot of people forget about that part. Um, you won't be able to work forever. So it's really important to make sure you're conscious of how much you do need to be putting aside. Um, so ultimately the, the big shots out there, the ones that are making an impact in the community and earning an income that's comfortable, uh, they are treating their dog training services as a business instead of as a hobby. So they look at, you know, what is their revenue? How many clients have they brought in this month? Um, they look at uh, what their conversion rate is when they're talking to clients on the phone, uh, things like that. When I start working with a potential client, one of the very first questions I ask is, what's your current revenue? And I would say 95% of the people that I talk with, um, you know, on a strategy call typically don't know that number and or are really ashamed to say that it's really low. <laughs> so I think the first step is really like taking ownership of what that number is, taking ownership of, you know, what your numbers look like in your business and then moving forward. Cause you know, ultimately what gets measured gets um, improved on. So don't be scared to look at the hard numbers like a real business owner, like a real CEO and um, treat it as such. Ultimately, you know, if you can really grab hold of those numbers, um, you know, it it's beyond, your impact is beyond the numbers. So even though, um, you know, you might be looking at revenue or number of clients. Uh, what you want to keep in mind is that those numbers are reflect or of a reflection of your impact in your community. So if those numbers are really low, then you're likely not helping that many people, or you could be helping more people in different ways. Um, so that's the number one, you know, recommendation for me is make sure you're not ignoring your numbers, uh, and make sure you can answer that question. <laughs> um, Number four is uh, they give themselves permission to make a living. So, you know, like I said, if you wanna have a hobby, great. If you wanna be a dog trainer more like as a volunteer, great. Um, but if you wanna actually make it your full-time income, then you want to make sure that you give yourself permission to earn money in that way, right? Um, so, you know, even if, these really, really successful trainers that I talk about are not necessarily um, paying themselves a ton. Uh, they do still see the dog training services that they offer as a business. Uh, they take bringing income in uh, very seriously. 
and uh, they don't see themselves as volunteers. They don't see themselves as just doing, you know, good things in the community for fun. <laughs> um, even though they are doing really great things in the community for those dog owners and the dogs in it. Um, but they, they take money just as seriously as they do uh, the, you know, like contributions they do to the dogs and their world and in their community. All right. Number five is uh, they typically aren't scared to pay someone else to do some work for them. So, you know, a lot of my clients struggle with the technology side of things and, um, you know, they want to figure it out all themselves. Um, but ultimately, when you're charging enough money for your clients, you have the ability to invest in uh, bringing somebody on to get that stuff set up for you. Uh, you can, you know, sign up for a few hours with a contractor to get your uh, tech stuff set up to get some you know back-end systems updated things like that so uh, typically really successful trainers do that frequently <laughs> because they don't have the time or the desire really to spend diving deep into the technology that is needed to run a business these days especially when you're virtual uh, or offering virtual lessons more often uh, number six this is probably the most important uh, observation that I've had is that, um, and I've personally been blown away with some of the um, goals that people have, but uh, most importantly, they have big audacious goals. So they are not looking to just make ends meet with their business. They actually are going way far above and beyond. They wanna be recognized around the world for their expertise. They want to have maybe a facility, maybe even multiple facilities, right? Um, so they <laughs> want to move into their own house. Uh, they don't want to just uh, continue paying rent, right? They want to be able to buy a house. So they have really big goals for themselves, for their business, and ultimately those big goals help to motivate you to do the hard work. They help to inspire you to move forward despite the fear, um, despite the uncertainty, all of that stuff, right? So having those goals is really, really important. And that's one of the first things that I help clients really look at is what is it that you're actually aiming for <laughs> through this business? How is it going to support you? You know, your lifestyle, your dream business goals, all that kind of stuff is really, really important to look at. Because if your goals are not big enough and um, inspiring enough, then you're not going to have the energy or the motivation day to day to do the hard work. Um, that you're going to need to do along the way to get there, <laughs> even if it is inspired action. Okay, so I urge you to really look at which which type of goal are you uh, pursuing? Which type of goal have you set for yourself? Um, and it really does make a huge, huge difference uh, as far as, you know, how much progress you make, how much growth you see. So <laughs> all of this to lead me to the fact that yesterday I opened up enrollment or um, I opened up the virtual doors for a November special bundle. And that is because I'm going to be pulling most of these programs off of my virtual shelves. Uh, they're going to be reserved for my academy students or um, really like VIP uh, programs. Uh, that may be coming up. <laughs> uh, and so they won't be available for individual purchase anymore um, after this month. So check out the super sale bundle. It's really, really important stuff, important information for people, trainers that are looking to go from like, you know, 
two or sorry, three or four clients a month where you're earning like $300 a month per client to five plus clients a month earning more like $1,000 or more per client. Okay, so I show you exactly how to change your business and how to improve your business in a way that that's going to be possible without burning out. And um, really, I walk you through like your uh, your the kinds of programs that you need to be having and, and, and implementing how to sell those programs confidently. So you're not worried about being overpriced <laughs> um, because not only are you able to explain the value of your program um, to potential clients in a way that they're going to be super excited to sign up, but you're going to be attracting ideal clients to begin with. So you're not going to be attracting price shoppers like you would maybe if you're running ads. Uh, it's a completely organic, like relationship building type marketing strategy and um, lots of lots of other like amazing goodies in this bundle. So check it out. Let me know in the comments or feel free to message me if you have any questions about it. Um, like I said, if you're looking to go from maybe $2,000 a month in your dog training business to $5,000 or more a month, this is going to be the way to go without burning out. Um, so I'm really excited to share these programs with you before I pull them uh, for 2021. <laughs> uh, and this deal runs until um, the end of November. So November 30th is the last day to sign up for those and then they're gone uh, and purely for the Academy. All right, well, I will let you guys go. Um, thank you guys for hopping on live. I hope that was helpful. Uh, again, those observations really came from the, you know, hundreds of people I've spoken to over the last few years and some of the really like characteristics I've noticed pop up again and again with clients that become really, really successful and, and really move the needle in their business. So um, thanks again for watching and I will be around in the group. Let me know if you guys have any questions. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Modern Dog Trainer podcast. I'm Ines McNeil, and I invite you to join us on Facebook in our free group called Business Support by the Modern Dog Trainer to learn about the best ways to grow and improve your dog training business. See you soon.